Good afternoon, everybody. It's Dr. Nancy live on Wednesday at lunch. Um, excited, we had a little technical difficulty this morning, but we got over it again, this, so we're coming to you live. And um, before we get started, I wanna kinda talk about something that we're gonna be doing in May. It's May 18th, and we're gonna be doing a clothing swap. Um, this is gonna be a way for you to get in, oh, maybe 10 pieces of clothing. Um, new wardrobe without um, having to spend any money. All you have to do is bring 10 pieces of clothing from your closet that are um, clean and fairly good condition. And then you'll swap um, with some other ladies that have the same. So from nine to 11, we're gonna do women and sizes small to extra large. And we'll also allow maternity clothes to come in. And then from 11 until one, we're gonna do a clothing exchange for kids. So that'll be from newborn to size six. So if you wanna participate, um, we have an event on our Facebook page. Um, we are limited on what we can um, um, offer. So make sure you get your tickets early so that you can save your spot. So um, anyway, join us for our clothing exchange on May 8th. And then like, comment, share if you like this video today. It's got some great information. And uh, we're gonna talk about baby wearing. So Amanda, um, this is Amanda Lenz, and she is the chapter president of baby wearing. I, she'll tell you about herself. So go ahead, Amanda. <laughs> Hi, um, yeah, so I'm the president of Central Indiana Baby Wearers Incorporated. Um, we were originally a chapter of um, the national organization Baby Wearing International. They um, are now defunct. They filed bankruptcy last year. And so we decided we wanted to continue our mission here in central Indiana. Um, so we filed and became a 501c3 last fall. So we are now our, our own entity. Um, so we, we exist. I'm, I am, like I said, the president, and I'm also a volunteer baby wearing educator. Um, so I've been doing this for about, let's see, I've been educating now for about four years. Um, I've been baby wearing for about five since my daughter was born um, and have gone through the gamut, all of the baby wearing stuff. Um, so yeah, I've really enjoyed volunteering for the organization. It's an all volunteer run group. Um, our mission is really just to promote baby wearing as a universally accepted practice. Um, there's benefits for both child and caregiver and we wanna make sure that everybody knows about them. So um, we provide education. Obviously we have um, two monthly meetings that, that people are able to attend. Um, and then we do events all over central Indiana. Anytime we hear, you know, something like um, we've been to Indie Mommy Market, we've done the big latch on, usually the one in um, on the far west side is the one we've attended. Um, we've done the great diaper change or great cloth diaper change, just any little events that we can um, attend and, and, you know, things that are our parent and or caregiver and child focused are things that we're really trying to get, you know, have a presence at so that we can share the, the baby wearing love. Um, let's see, what else? What do I want to say here? Um, basically, we serve everyone, anybody who wants to wear a child, whether they're the primary caregiver or not, um, is welcome to come to our meetings and learn about baby wearing. Uh, we have uh, four right now uh, volunteer baby wearing educators, and then we have a, a core group of volunteers that um, can help answer questions about just about anything. Um, 
we have our, our two meetings every month. We have a West Side meeting the first Saturday of every month. So we actually have one coming up this Saturday. Uh, that's at Cranert Park on South High School Road. And that is a morning meeting. So it runs from 10 to 12 in the morning. And then we have a Northeast Side meeting up in Fisher at the Hamilton East Public Library. Uh, and that one is a weeknight. It usually, it's from six to eight. And the day of the week varies just because we have library room availability to contend with. Um, but our events are always posted on both our Facebook page with it. I think the URL will be provided. Um, mm -hmm. And then we also have a Facebook resource group, a chatter group where people can come and participate and learn about baby wearing. Um, so benefits of baby wearing, I want to talk about that just a little bit. Um, so we we've I have this whole presentation that I put together um, to do kind of an intro. We do an intro event quarterly. Um, that's also going to be held at Cranert Park. I think our first one's coming up in June. Um, but we talk a lot about the benefits of baby wearing. Why should I baby wear? Um, you know, people are not sure about it these days. <laughs> like, what is it just a trend? Is it a fad? You know, people have been wearing their babies, um, you know, in many cultures for many years. And we've sort of adopted it and westernized it. Um, but basically, babies who are born are happy babies. Uh, you know, it reduces infant crying. There have been studies published um, in, in medical journals that talk about baby wearing for three hours a day can reduce infant crying by about 43% overall. And that's kind of important when you're, you know, especially in those early stages. I started baby wearing because as a single mom, I work full time outside the home and I was going to have to come home and, and you know, take care of my baby. I wanted a way to reconnect. And she was a little bit colicky when in those, you know, early few weeks and months. Um, and it just made a huge difference to our relationship. So um, it can also make for healthier babies, um, especially for compromised infants, um, baby wearing, keeping them close. We talk about kangaroo care, right? A lot in um, sort of neonatal um, circles and it just baby wearing, wearing them close keeps, um, gives them the ability to regulate their own physical responses. So um, it's just a, a really nice way to keep them close and help them with that. Um, it can also make parents and caregivers more confident. Um, I know it made me, did that for me. Uh, it sort of sets up a cycle of positive interaction um, and helps to deepen that attachment with the baby. And especially for um, non-primary caregivers like grandparents or you know the, the person who isn't home with the baby all day long, um, may not, it just gives them a little bit more opportunity to, to have that close attachment um, that they might not otherwise get to have. Um, just offers that bonding opportunity. Um, and then, oh, especially, so we talk a little bit and we talk about this kind of in our educational meetings. We had a lot of moms that come um, that may be suffering from um, you know, postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety, um, keeping the baby close and, and becoming that finely attuned may help to build their confidence, right? And it gives them, um, you know, with baby right here, you're sort of learning, oh, my baby is, um, you know, this expression means that they want this. Um, it just helps them to understand how babies may be expressing their needs a little bit better. Um, just, just reduces that risk, I think, for, for those moms um of of not feeling as confident as they as they could um i'm switching pages here the other big benefit to it obviously is it gives you a little bit of hands-free um opportunity <laughs> especially right. if you've got 
multiple kids, um, you know, it's a lot easier to care for your older children, uh, chase after them at the playground, whatever, if you've got baby on you, right? If you're not trying to contend with a stroller or holding a toddler's hand while your older child is running away, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you can more easily accomplish household tasks and things like that. Climbing stairs is a lot safer and easier. You can move around in crowds a lot safer and easier. Um, it's just, it's just nice for those reasons, I think. Um, there's really not anywhere that you can't go. <laughs> like, <laughs> your baby. There's lots of places where you know, it's hard to take a stroller um, or a wagon, but wearing is just much easier. Um, we teach primarily, there's about five or six different carrier styles that we tend to teach, um, sort of the basic carrier styles. So we teach um, soft structured carriers. Um, so those are things like you'll see a Tula or Ergo Baby or um, Lily Baby is another popular brand. Um, so we have a lot of those. We actually have a learning and lending library available at our educational meetings. We have a wide variety of all kinds of carriers. Um, but soft structure carriers are one of the most popular because they are pretty simple um, in that they are, you know, it's kind of the backpack style. Mm -hmm. um, we also have and teach woven wraps. So those are the big, long, we refer to it as like a simple piece of cloth, but they can be anywhere from, you know, a yard or two of fabric to like six or seven yards of fabric. It just depends on the length and what you want to do with it. We can certainly teach people how to do that. Um, we also teach Asian style carriers. So carriers like or an Anbu Hemo is another Asian style carrier that we teach just a little bit different styles, things that people might not be exposed to um, outside of the baby wearing sort of community. Uh, but there are really neat options available. Um, and then a mate, so a Maydai is like a, um, it's basically a square panel with long shoulder straps and two waist straps. And okay. so it's really very simple to use, but it's not one that is um, widely, like it's, I don't see them out and about. Like people yeah. who are, who've been baby wearing, I might see wear them, but they aren't widely available and you just don't see them unless you're kind of part of the community or have come to a meeting and learned how to use one. Okay. Um, Hemo is a Japanese style carrier. Um, and it's one that is really meant for a high back carry for an older infant or older child. Um, and it has no waist. So it's really just a panel with a couple of straps, shoulder straps. Um, and it's just, it's a, it's a little bit newer. It's gaining in popularity, I would say within the baby wearing community. So it's something that we advocate people come and try out because it's definitely not for everyone. It, the way that it um, distributes the weight is different than say a soft structure carrier that has a waistband to help distribute the weight across your hips. Um, with that on Bohemo, you don't get that. And so it's just a little different, little different style. Um, ring slings are another that we teach. Ring slings are incredibly popular. They're great for you know, newborn through toddler, sometimes my five-year-old still goes up in a ring sling. She still occasionally <laughs> wants to be cuddled close to mom. And so she'll ask if we can, if she can go up in one of her favorite ring slings. And so um, another, yeah, it's a really great option. And it's nice, even with the big kids, to be able to do it once in a while. Yeah. Um, there are lots of safety concerns, of course, with baby wearing. We always want to make sure that baby's safe. Um, most carrier styles, I think, today are now regulated by um, industry standards. 
they all have to have a big safety tag on them and they all have to be tested to weight limits and, and tested for safety. So that's, that's actually a really good thing. It makes us feel good about, you know, the companies that, um, that manufacture the carriers makes us feel good about making recommendations. Um, so we, we're kind of happy about that for the most part. Um, we look for things for carriers to support the baby in an upright position. Um, we want to make sure that the baby's high enough on the caregiver or the wearer's body so that we can monitor their breathing and make sure that their chin is off their chest. You know, infants have really tiny airways, and we want to make sure that that airway is never compromised while they're being born. Um, we want to make sure that they're keep kept in an ergonomic position. I keep doing this like I'm holding a baby. I'm trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I do this at meetings all the time when I'm teaching. Um, we want to make sure that their knees are higher than their bottom. So we're looking for kind of a M shape where like the bottom is the bait, you know, the bottom of the M and the knees are up here. Um, we want kind of like a hammock seat. Like when you sit in a hammock, your, your bottom kind of sinks lower than your knees. That's really what we're looking for um, it, with a good ergonomic position in a carrier. Um, and that just helps to support proper development of the spine and it helps to support, um, you know, good development of the hips as well. So those are things that we look for um, in a good ergonomic carrier. Um, we really recommend purchasing a carrier from a reputable company um, to ensure that it does meet all those safety standards that I was talking about earlier. Um, there are lots of knockoffs online, you know, people sell lots of, there's especially soft structured carriers for some reason. Um, there's lots of kind of off brands on like Amazon or Zulily even occasionally they'll pop up there. Um, you'll find fake ergos in consignment shops occasionally. We just want to make sure that um, when that happens, if you ever have a question about whether or not your carrier is a legitimate carrier, um, you can certainly always post in our research resource group and we'll be happy to help you figure that out. But it's also easy to just contact the manufacturer um, and ask for their safety information, especially if there's no tag. Um, but there's lots and lots of options out there for who to buy from and what kind of carrier to buy. So one of the things that we recommend people think about um, when they're going to purchase a carrier is what do you want to do with your carrier? How do you plan to wear? Are you just going to wear around the house? Are you looking to wear while you're out at the grocery store? Um, are you going to wear all day long, like to go hiking or what kind of activities do you expect to be able to do? Um, and that really helps us to give some guidance about the, the right style of carrier uh, for you. Um, there are activities where baby wearing is really not recommended. It's um, more, it's a big safety issue. Um, any, any activity where the manufacturer or any other governing body recommends that safety wear need, is needed for the person who's wearing, um, things like mowing the lawn. You know, when you think about the lawnmower manufacturers actually recommend that you wear, you know, ear protection and eye protection and long pants and things like that. Um, so lawn mowing is not really the best activity to be doing when you're baby wearing. Um, things like, obviously, um, boating is another one. In Indiana, state law requires that every person on a boat wears a safety vest, life vest. Um, if you can't wear your baby with a life vest in the carrier, which you probably can't, and it's really not an activity where you should be baby wearing. Um, driving obviously is another one. <laughs> um, and then bicycling is another one that we, we really don't recommend simply because 
baby wearing can throw off your sense of balance a little bit. All it takes is for an older child or a toddler that you're wearing on your back to shift and your balance shifts. And it, it makes a big difference when you're bicycling. Um, so we recommend that if you want to bicycle with your child, that you use a trailer or a, an appropriate seat that's made for that. Um, so that's, that's kind of our safety guidelines. Those are the things that we, we talk about with people when we're talking about baby wearing. We have our uh, the number one baby wearer here on us. Hi, Cassandra. <laughs> she's heard all of this before. <laughs> she is, she's the baby wearing queen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's actually one of our volunteer baby wearing educators. Oh, so wow. that's awesome. She's one of our four. Um, so we get a lot of sort of frequently asked questions in our Facebook group, um, and I thought I would share some of them, just a couple. Um, so the, one of the first ones that we get is, how early can I start wearing? We'll get a lot of expected moms um, that want to know, you know, when, when after the baby is born can I start wearing? Um, we recommend starting to look at carriers and trying to figure out what you want before the baby's born. Um, and you can certainly come to one of our meetings and try things on. And we have um, weighted demonstration dolls that people can use to sort of get a feel for what it feels like on your body when you're wearing a, you know, seven or eight or nine pound baby um, or larger because <laughs> that happens. Um, but you can really start wearing birth. Um, it, it will depend on the carrier style that you have available to you. Um, things like a woven wrap or a stretchy wrap or um, a may-dye even, those are things that we can modify or make work from you from birth. Um, and there's really, you know, even, even premature babies, tiny babies can be worn. We just have to make sure that all those safety considerations around their airway and making sure that we're preserving the, the curvature of their spine and not, you know, that their body's well supported. As long as all of those considerations are, um, are kept in mind, then, then there's no reason that even a tiny preemie can't be born or can't be worn um, from from the get go. Um, lots of people want to know when they can start wearing their baby on their back. Um, we recommend so we look for things like developmental milestones when we're talking about things like this. We used to talk about kind of age, like six months was the magic number at which you could wear your baby on your back. Um, we don't look for age anymore. We really look for um, can baby uh, sit up unassisted? Really, we're looking for um, if they should happen to slump in the carrier while they're on your back. You know, when they're on your front, you can adjust them. You can sort of move them around yourself and help them to correct that slump. When they're on your back, you won't be able to see that. So you need to be able to, uh, they need to be able to adjust themselves from a slump. Um, if they should fall asleep back there. Um, the other thing that we look for is really good head and neck control um, because you're not going to be able to monitor their breathing as well when they're on your back as they as when they're on their on your front. Um, you can, depending on the carrier style, wear a baby a little bit earlier. So for example, in a woven wrap, you might be able to wear an infant, a younger infant, who has good head and neck control, but might not have the good trunk control, um, just because you can get them higher on your back. You can wear them so that their little head is closer up here so you can keep a better eye on their breathing, monitoring their airway. Um, with something like a soft structured carrier that buckles at the waist, you're not gonna be able to achieve that high back carry. They're always gonna sit lower on your body. And so we definitely don't recommend doing a back carry and something like that until it's developmentally appropriate. 
Um, the other big question that we get, I swear it comes up, I would say at least three times a week in our Facebook group is what is the best carrier for a newborn or a toddler or whatever age group you're looking for? Um, we really have to say there is no best carrier. It's impossible for us to tell you what the best carrier is for you. We can make recommendations about um, styles that are probably more appropriate for a given um, age range or for your, like I said, how you want to use it, how you expect to wear. Um, it's, but they all fit everyone so differently and everybody has such different preferences. Um, within a soft, the soft structured carrier world, for example, there are probably 20 different brands represented in our library, maybe 20 different, maybe 15. Um, but all of them, excuse me, all of them fit everyone very differently. I can't wear all of them comfortably. Mm -hmm. Um, I can probably only wear a couple of those brands comfortably because they just, the rest of them just don't fit my body well. Um, so it really depends. Some fit petite people differently. Some fit, um, larger framed people differently. It's like shopping for jeans is what we always tell people. You have to try them all on to figure out which one is the best. Um, even ring slings, they have different shoulder styles it's a one-shouldered um carrier they they have different shoulder styles so there are pleats and there are gathers and there are hybrid shoulders and you have to figure out which one is the best for you which one works best for your situation so that reason alone is why we strongly recommend that people come to a meeting even if you don't don't join our group um the meetings are completely free for people to attend. It's completely free for somebody to come and try things on and become educated about the different styles and types of carriers. Um, our only, the only cost is if people want to join to borrow carriers. Okay. We have a couple different um, membership levels and that's an annual, it's $30 annually for a sort of the base membership. You can borrow one carrier a month at that rate. Um, if you want to borrow two carriers a month, it's $45 a year. Um, really good value given the amount of carriers that you have to choose from and um, just carriers can, you know, they can be kind of expensive. So being able to try one on before you buy it is really beneficial. Yeah, you're really saving people money because I, when I, my daughter was born, I went and bought the sling thing at Babies R Us and she was so little, it's like I was, I lost her in there. So. I never were, you know, so it would have been nice if you, if I had this back 15, 16 years ago and I could have tried some on, but I wasted, I don't know how much that thing was, but it was not cheap. <laughs> so exactly. that's a great service that you guys offer. Thanks. <laughs> Do you, um, anything else you want to um, offer any tips or anything before we sign off today? I don't think so. I think I covered about everything. You did um, great. Yes. <laughs> One of our meetings. I mean, if you know, if you have any questions at all about it, you can always join our Facebook group. It's linked from our Facebook page. So if, I think the URL for the Facebook pages has been provided or will be provided. Uh, in our chatter group, our resource group, it's great. If you have any questions at all, um, you know, join us there and ask questions. Come to our meetings. Um, we're very friendly people. <laughs> I can tell. So like I said earlier in this um, video, if you know anybody interested in um, baby wearing or they're having a new baby, um, share this podcast or this um, video with them. And um, hopefully they can get to one of the meetings and try on some baby wearing uh, devices, <laughs> pieces. What do you call them? Carriers. <laughs> Carriers. 
carriers. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that. <laughs> well, Amanda, thank you so much for coming. It was great information um, that you shared with everybody, and you're doing a wonderful thing. So I appreciate you taking this over in our state from the national level. And we see a lot of baby carriers in our office, and I really love it. Um, love to see the babies being carried. It's great. So thanks again for coming on today. Appreciate it. Thank you. Mm -hmm.